NBA Top Shot is back, baby. Well, I mean, kind of. It was for the weekend. That's for damn sure. But we got to take a look at it today on Monday and see if it is still in full force or if it's slowed down a bit. Also, we're going to take a look at what NBA Top Shot did with the Summer League and the utilities that were on display and what it could mean for the future of Top Shot and the NBA. Stay tuned. Cue the music. Let's get right into it. Happy Monday. Just hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Um... Ladies and gentlemen, you have just entered into the realm of the Crypto Ballers, where we cover everything Top Shot related from pack drop information, challenge updates, marketplace trends, huh? Am I right? We're going to talk about that today. It's been a long time. I'm going to guide you on your quests. Whatever you need Top Shot related, I got you covered. Spoiler alert, we also talk about a little Panini NFT, but that is for another day because today on August 9th, we have to talk about what resulted in the world of NBA Top Shot over the weekend because we had a lot of good stuff. It felt like it used to back in the day in February, in March, when we had a huge marketplace boom. We had a little taste of that again, and boy, oh boy, it was scrumptious. If this was like a Yelp review about a restaurant, I'm giving that bitch five stars. It was a thing of beauty. Now, before we get into that, I have to do my due diligence. I have to stay true to my word. And I owe a NFT a, a shout out. So as you guys know, or might, maybe you don't, we do have a Twitter at CryptoBallersTS. Highly recommend you follow it. There's no periods, no underscores, no bullshit. Okay, you're going to want to go ahead and follow it. It can help increase good serial numbers out of your packs. It can help you get low serial numbers on your challenges. I really don't know what more I need to do to persuade you to follow it. So just, just do it. Takes two goddamn seconds. Hit follow. Not going to be the worst Top Shot follow. That's for damn sure. Okay, so I owe the NFT project Astro Rookies a big shout out. Now, they stepped up to the plate. Uh, as I stated in past podcasts, probably the last two or so, probably, I mentioned how with Top Shot slowing down, I was looking to, you know, check out some other NFT projects. Now, I've never done it before. Never looked into any other NFTs. Top Shot was taking up 100, not even 100, like 150% of my time when it comes to research and recording and, you know, doing all the stuff we do to get this podcast up and ready. Everything was solely Top Shot. But if you follow really anybody from the NFT space on Twitter, you cannot avoid all of the NFT projects that are popping up on a day-to-day -day basis. Some of them I think are kind of cool looking. Other ones I think are probably the dumbest shit I ever seen, but they're worth money. So that means that you have to like it a bit, I guess. So I put up a post because there's a ton of giveaways at every, I can't check Twitter without seeing about five or six avatar project giveaways. Like, it's it's unbelievable how many projects that are out there and i don't know where to get started okay my i just downloaded OpenSea, i think on thursday or friday of last week and i had nothing in it because all of my nfts i own are on either nba top shot or panini 
because you know sports and all that good stuff that's my bag i grew up with sports grew up, grew up a physical card collector now you can get the nft versions uh i had my dog chew a bunch of my valuable shit so it really put everything into perspective that the digital assets it's not just a fluke like this stuff is here to stay and it's worth money it really is but if you're if you've been in top shot for a while you know what it once was when we're talking about money it was wild so over the weekend i saw a bunch of these apes the board apes um i never really looked into it because it was never for me i think that the board apes are not appealing looking I showed them to my wife to see if I could get like another point of view. And she said that she, somebody would have to pay her to own one of those. And that's funny if you're a board ape owner or if you're familiar with the project or you like the project because, you know, they go for astronomical money, uh, like mind boggling money. And it doesn't even make sense to me, honestly. I don't, I don't understand how a, a monkey profile picture is can fetch you over seventy thousand dollars some people are getting offers for hundreds of thousands of dollars and they're rejecting it i might be missing something here maybe there's like some kind of utility where you actually get like a yacht if you own one i'm not sure if you guys understand the utility of it if i'm missing something here feel free to at me crypto ballers ts and explain it i'm not trying to be a dick if you get a board ape shouts to you that's incredible i just don't understand why they are worth as much money as they are i'm having a very hard time you know getting over that hurdle so i put out a call to action i said for anyone that has an nft project that they either had going for a little while and they're struggling or they just started it if they were if they were to send me one of their project then I would give them a proper shout out on the show. I'd post about it on Twitter and just give them the respect. If they send one my way to my OpenSea account and Astro Rookie st uh, stepped up to the plate and they went ahead and they sent me one of their projects, uh, an avatar, um, and it's sitting in my portfolio. So it kind of feels cool that like my OpenSea actually has an NFT in it. So I wasn't expecting that. So shout out to Astro Rookies for stepping up and sending an NFT my way. Much appreciated. And if you haven't checked out Astro Rookies yet, go ahead and check it out on OpenSea. Just type it in, search it up, see if you like what they got going on. They threw their hat in the ring with a bunch of other avatar type stuff. So uh, if that's your thing, go ahead and uh, check out Astro Rookies. So yeah, they were the first ones to send me their NFT project. So I am humbled and thank you. Let's talk about NBA Top Shot. All right, so just when everything was all dark on the NBA Top Shot front, we've had it up to here with all the playoff challenges. We were sick of it. We had no idea when the running backpacks were going to be coming. It seemed all was lost. People were getting bored. People were checking out other NFT projects. People were not checking in on NBA Top Shot. Some people were looking forward to taking a little break from it. And then out of nowhere, we had a huge marketplace spike over the weekend. But why? Is it because it was the end of Series 2 where all the CCs got turned to LEs? I don't know. doesn't make much sense to me because a lot of the moments in S2 were already LEs, right? The 12Ks, the 15Ks, the 35Ks, all LEs. So the only ones that flipped were the 40Ks. So, I mean, that can't be why there was such a big marketplace spike. Uh, could it be the utilities that have been on full effect uh, the past month or so? The NBA Finals trip. 
the you know the trip to the NBA draft or even the current summer league one that currently just wrapped up from over the weekend is is it the awareness took a spike and people are starting to get into top shot because of that and they realize that they want in on some of this like life-changing experience you know how cool it must have been to get paid well not to get paid but to get an all expenses paid trip a flight out to las vegas sin city to go to summer league that must have been awesome I feel like there isn't a great reason for why the marketplace took the big spike. Maybe it's a piece of both of them. I don't know. But I was searching through my account on Friday and all of a sudden some stuff where I was sad about. I took some big L's on because I bought at the March peak and now I'm like out multiple hundreds of dollars on. All of a sudden, I started to see the prices start to climb on those things and it felt great. I actually sold a couple moments over the weekend that I had listed for a while. I had some stuff get sold that I forgot I even had listed for sale. I had a, a 40cc Lamelo ball. Um, I think the serial number was like 4.5k out of 44k cc. Well, it flipped to le. Uh, the lowest ask was like 48 dollars, but before that, it was in the 30s. It took a jump up to like the 55 range and I had mine listed for $70 and I forgot about it. It's been listed to that for months and somebody bought it for 70 and I was like, oh, I completely forgot that I had a lamella. Now, now to be honest, uh, I, I forgot that I had the lamello listed. Okay. And the only other moment I had for sale was my and then there were four uh Giannis. All right, I've been trying to move off of that one since I got the uh, NBA Finals badge. I am making the switch to trying to focus more on collecting Celtics to get the team collection bonus. So I decided to move off of the Giannis as much as I loved that moment, as much as I loved the serial number I had on it. I felt like I had to move it because I I'm sick of watching it hemorrhage money. All right, so I sold that one. So I thought. The only uh, moment I had left for sale, now listen to this, when NBA Top Shot increased the asking price on moments, for fun, I listed my uh, serial number 98 Russell Westbrook challenge reward, uh, the Cool Cash challenge reward. I listed my Russell Westbrook for a cold million, bro. A million, a milli. I just put it up there for fun. And I was like, oh, they increased it to a million. I got to put something up there for a million, like just to see what it looks like. So I listed it for a million. And then all of a sudden, two days later, I see my notification bell has a red dot on it and my heart starts pumping. I'm like, there's no fucking way. Somebody dropped a million dollars on that Westbrook, but I don't have anything else for sale. So somebody either gifted me something or I just, or I'm going to have a fucking million dollars of Dapper in my account. So I clicked the bell. My heart is racing. And then I saw that my fucking LaMelo ball sold. And I'm like, oh, I totally forgot that I had a LaMelo ball for sale. And it, it was heartbreaking because for a split second, a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a second, I thought maybe I was a millionaire, <laughs> but instead I got 70 bucks, but whatever. It, it was nice to move it. I forgot about it. It was a pleasant surprise. Got an extra 70 bucks over the weekend. Now today I did notice that some of the prices that had like nice spikes, I put up a Twitter post that there was some stuff like, uh, with like a 50% price increase 
over the last 24 hours, which was great. So the weekend was really good. I feel like the weekend was a great opportunity to sell, though. I don't think it was a great opportunity to buy because a lot of stuff was taking these uh, these semi-decent, pretty good spikes. And in the world of Top Shot, you guys all know this. I don't need to tell you this. I feel like I'm preaching to the choir with this one. But the market fluctuates like fucking crazy. It goes in and out like the damn tide, for Christ's sakes. So I took advantage of the market spike, and I moved off of some stuff, which was great. So that way I got a new, you know, I got a little more liquid in the dapper department, which is great. Um, feeling pretty good about that. But I feel like it wasn't a great opportunity to buy because the moments that you might have been looking at two weeks ago, where they were like just getting close to like right in your range, they probably turned around and they probably went up a bit. So I just wait. All right. Because I mean, if the reason why the marketplace took the spike was because of all the hype and utility built around the Summer League event that happened where they sent the people out to Summer League, if that was. Uh, or if that played a part in why there was a nice spike like that, there isn't really any other real life events coming up now that Top Shot can utilize. Because once Summer League's over, there isn't anything until preseason, which is a while away. So I think that these real life utility that we've seen over the past month, I feel like that's going to stop until S3. So in theory, the prices in the marketplace very well could come back down to where they were and they could even go lower than what they were before we had the spike. What goes up must come down. We know this. If you got in in March, you are way too familiar with that terminology right there. So just be smart about it. Just because the prices are going up doesn't mean buy it now because it's going to keep going up. Hold. Hold off. There's a very high probability that that moment will end up coming back down. Anytime the, the marketplace has a spike like that, it is a great opportunity to sell off some stuff. And then if it's something that you really want, okay, if you have something in your collection that might be of value and you want to keep it in your personal collection, that doesn't mean you can't sell it with, uh, with a, a bullish market like that. You can sell it. Take the dapper, and then when it inevitably comes back down, you can rebuy into it. Yeah, you might not make you know hundreds of dollars of profit off of it if you just sold it and weren't interested, but you can sell it and then buy back into it, you know, at a cheaper cost than what you sold it for, and then you can make you know fifty, sixty, a hundred dollars worth of profit, and that's totally cool. And you get your moment back on top of it. Might not be the exact serial number, maybe you can get a better one. So just be cautious of how. Uh, check your excitement levels. Just because the marketplace took a spike up doesn't mean it's going to continue to climb. We've seen this all too many times already. So just be wary out there, fellow top shotters. Okay, that's, that's all I'm going to say. All right, so speaking of utility in Las Vegas, I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinions on what how NBA Top Shot handled the, the Las Vegas trip to Summer League because now I am viewing this through the eye of of the Twitter follower. Okay. I was not invited. Top shot was not nice enough to, you know, extend the olive branch and say, Hey, come with us. And you know, you could stream live and fucking record the pod every day. They didn't do that. They, they didn't take your boy into consideration. A little bit of salt about it. Moving on. Not trying to think about it, but I mean, what the fuck's that? Come on now. I've been doing, I've been doing this shit for a while now. I've been in the, I've been in the top shot world since fucking January people, January. You can't fucking, you can't bring me anywhere. 
<laughs> All right. Anyway, so I got to live uh, the Las Vegas NBA Top Shot experience through Twitter, like a lot of you guys out there were as well. And from all the pictures and videos and just reading what some of the people were saying about it that were there, whether they got invited from Top Shot or if they were, if they fucking lived in Las Vegas and they went, you could still go there too. It's not only the eight people that were at Summer League. A lot of people were there. So I got to check in on accounts that were there via Top Shot and via because they were in the area and they wanted to go to Summer League. And the general consensus is that people were really feeling the NBA Top Shot stand or gallery that they had set up in the arena. And from the pictures, that shit looked fly as fuck. It looked beautiful. All right. I saw some videos of like there being a nice long line. Um, and that's great. But what impressed me the most or what got me feeling very optimistic, it was some of the people that were just walking by the stand and seeing the eyeballs and the attention that that whole Top Shot setup was drawing. You could see people walking by and they were you know, checking it out, trying to figure out what it was. And in my head, if there was a, a, uh, a stand like that in NBA arenas all around the country, that could increase the engagement like fucking a million fold. Like the, just the people that would walk by expressing interest, you know, pretty soon if they see it enough, they'll go in and they'll check out, see what it is. And then that could make them get an account, make an account because they could for $5 or whatever it is in the future. I don't know if it's going to be $5, but you could scan a fucking like QR code. You get some exclusive limited moments that you can only get from the arena. That would be enough. I know me. All right. I don't me. I can only speak for myself as I am only me, in case you didn't know, when 1834. <laughs> um, if I went to a arena and I didn't know what Top Shot was, say I go to a Celtics arena, I'm a Boston guy. So say I go to a Celtics arena, I don't know what Top Shot is, and I see that stand looking like that with all those fucking LED lights and playing all clips and shit, I'm going to check it out. And if I go there and they say if I download this, well, hopefully by then it'll be downloading an app. But I guess it was going like Google Chrome from your phone browser and you could scan this code and you can get a, a moment added to your collection that's super limited. And the only way you could have it is if you got it from the arena. I know me, I'd sign up for an account and I'd get that moment. And then once I had that moment and I was able to watch it a lot, I'd check out the marketplace. When I check out the marketplace, I'd search up my guy Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and I'd want to buy their shit because that is really fucking cool. And the engagement of it, it feels almost like you're a part of something. It feels like you're a part of something bigger than just being a crowd member at a game. It feels like you're part of it. And I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes me sound like a fucking crazy person, but it just it's different. Now, being in the world of Top Shot as heavily as I am, I know that once tickets go on sale for next season, I am going to be keeping a close eye on if there is going to be a Top Shot uh, kiosk, I guess you can call it, if there's going to be a Top Shot kiosk at, again, Boston guy, at the TD Garden, because if there is, it will actually make me feel even more inclined to purchase tickets to go to that Celtics game, because the fact that you get the added bonus of collecting a moment from the game that is super limited i'm all in on that i think that that's amazing and it got me feeling very optimistic and i'm very excited to see what the future holds for nba top shot
This has been Money1834, and I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Crypto Ballers. If you'd be so kind, please give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Feel free to type in a review. You don't have to just click the five stars and submit. Feel free to type the review. I might just read it on the air and give you a proper shout-out. So please leave your five-star reviews. It helps the show continue to grow. And here's a little message for NBA Top Shot, Roham, uh, Jacob, Whoever's listening over there at Top Shot, feel free to extend the olive branch and send your boy to one of these live events. You know, I'm going to bring all the crypto ballers with me. We're talking lots of live streaming, podcasting. I'm going to stay away from the articles because we're in the 2020s now. People aren't trying to read. People are trying to listen. All right, let's get with the times here. Talk to your boy. Hit me up. DMs are currently open. I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. Enjoy the bullish market while it lasts, I am predicting it will not stay like this. I think it'll come back down, take advantage while you can, and may that marketplace, the bullish marketplace, forever be in your favor.